Los Angeles Times warns 23 would raise costs. Every major newspaper in California urges. Vote no on 23. In our exclusive interview, two of the grand jurors in the Breonna Taylor case are describing what happened during the jury's proceedings. Taylor, as you know, was shot and killed in her home during a police raid in March. And no officers have been charged for her death. And the Kentucky Attorney General says that their actions were justified. Jurors number one and number two told us they were only presented with wanton endangerment charges in the case of one officer who fired into a neighboring apartment. They say that they were shocked that more serious charges were not presented by the Attorney General's office. And they're speaking out now so everyone understands the truth. The case was, at least for me, was pretty mentally exhausting and upsetting. What did you think after it became the story that it became and people started marching in the streets? I was hurting. I was upset. Um, I wasn't sleeping. My first thought was Brianna's mom. I felt that she needed to know the truth. I was of the same mindset. I need her to know that it wasn't us. I can tell you're very emotional, number one, talking about it. It's... Where, where's that emotion coming from? It's hurt. I mean, I, I, I have no idea how she feels. I can only imagine. But I needed her to know that, uh, again, to, to what number two was saying, that, is that, that we tried. We were only allowed to decide on what they, they gave to us. Is it hard for either of you to speak out now because you're going to open up a whole nother door and a whole nother level of conversation? Yes and no. I mean, you know, doing the right thing is hard. Yeah, I'm way out of my comfort zone right now. Grand jurors one and two tell us that prosecutors did not give them the option to deliberate over manslaughter or murder charges in the case of Breonna Taylor's death. Their lawyer says that Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron misrepresented their findings to the public. When it's all over and the Attorney General takes his position and speaks to the press and the public and put it all on the grand jury instead of owning up to whatever decisions were made from that office. It's clear they were blindsided by Attorney General Cameron's decision. I agree they were blindsided. Daniel Cameron at his press conference described Breonna Taylor's death as a tragedy but not a crime. What do you say to that? No, I believe that there was some crime involved. You know, the whole procedure, the way they got the warrant. Um, it was a hodgepodge team that went in there and they had no coordination. Can I ask you what you both think of the police uh, behavior and actions that night? Negligent. Negligent? They couldn't even provide a risk assessment and it sounded like they hadn't done one. Um, so their organization leading up to this was lacking. That's what I mean by they were negligent in, in, in the operation. Number two? They were criminal leading up to this and everything that they, the way they moved forward on it, including the warrant, uh, was deception. What do you hope will come out of speaking out today, number one? This is all about truth and accountability and being forthright. My biggest thing was to make sure that Brianna's mom knew that the city of Louisville and Jefferson County, there are good people in that city and in that county, and they stood up, and they tried to do the right thing. And when grand juror number one reached out to you, what did he say to you specifically? 
And what was your reaction when you heard what he had to say? What I got out of it was the service as a grand juror was over and the service as a citizen of Kentucky had started. And there was a desire to make that record clear and to give clarity to the entire public. You feel strongly about it, both of you, juror number one and juror number two, yes. yet you've decided you don't want your identity shown. Why? Mainly for my family's safety. There's people out there that don't agree with what we're doing. Most people would do, but there's a few out there that, that probably don't, and I just soon keep it that way. Do you happen to know, or can you say if other jurors feel this way? The way the two of you feel? It isn't that I can say definitively about other jurors, but I felt that the uproar at the end of it, I would think that yes. I don't think we're alone in this. Later this morning, former Louisville officer Brett Hankinson is scheduled to be in court for a pretrial hearing on wanton endangerment charges that he's facing. We did want you to know again that we reached out to Kentucky Attorney General, that's Daniel Cameron, and he did not give us a new statement. But last month he did tell a local Fox affiliate, quote, if the jurors wanted to make an assessment about different charges, they could have done that. You know, both of these men spent a lot of time, you know, they looked at uh, the, the evidence. I'm always amazed, guys, at how seriously people take this yeah. process, both of them. Yeah. Took this as a very, it, it mattered to them, well, and they it, wanted to get it right, and they want people to know this was not their decision. You could tell when they talked about Breonna Taylor's mother. Yes, they talked about her They repeatedly. were thinking about, you know, the family involved and, and what this would mean to them. They're trying to clarify the record, and that's important. Is there something more that could happen legally if it turns out that the jurors were not given proper instructions? Well, it's interesting. The FBI, is, of course, is, is still investigating this case, and they both would like to see a special prosecutor assigned to it, but Attorney General Daniel Cameron is the one who appointed is the one who makes a decision about a special prosecutor. So they weren't very hopeful about that, Tony, but they would like to see something happen in this case. That's called the system. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is.